this song is so generic. You should, like, totally use something else. You know what? You trouble me for a nice glass of shut the hell up. You're in the doghouse. Special DFS edition. That there was two minutes and 37 seconds of fucking awesome goodness. I don't care what anybody says. What's going on, everybody? You are in the doghouse, and it is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. All right, we got ourselves an 11-game Thursday preseason slate, and... It's degenerate time. Uh, I've went through every game, went through uh, all the depth charts, updated, because uh, I figured if you're going to do it, go all the way. So there's 22 teams that I've updated over the last couple of days, uh, as well as been working on the draft guide, doing the ADP updates, which will be for updated through last weekend. Oh, pardon me. That was very unprofessional, but fuck it. Let's go. Um, 
I'm going to keep this rather simple. We're just going to go position by position. I'm just going to kind of give you my feelings on everything. I'm not worried about totals. I'm not doing any fucking betting. Although, if you ask me, just take all 11 games, bet the under, and you'll probably hit 9 or 10 of them. Uh, <clears throat> so, without further ado, let's get going here. we got our quarterbacks. Uh, top of my list is going to be Trace McSorley for Baltimore. Uh, Jacksonville is going into Baltimore tonight. And I'm going to take a shot on Trace McSorley over Joe Callahan. Although, if you want to use Joe Callahan, who has been a preseason bomb dropper before... Uh, I'm not going to fault you for it, but I'm going to take Trace McSorley because he's as close to thing to Lamar Jackson that the Ravens do have, and you're going to get the backups in Jacksonville. So I'm not going to really look at the starters, how good they are. I'm looking at the backups and where we can exploit there, and I think McSorley is the guy that we want. Um, the other guy that I really like, uh, second to McSorley, he's close second is Tyree Jackson for Buffalo. Same idea. He does everything that Josh Allen can do. Um, but he's going to be going against third stringers. And we're talking about an Indianapolis defense that's good, uh, but it's not fantastic uh, in the back end, in the backups. <clears throat> so whether or not he can actually hit a receiver or anything, he's going to be just like Josh Allen. He's going to take off when he can. He's got a better... Uh, offensive line, he's a good guy to take a look at. I think he's going to be very under the radar. Another, the third guy, I probably won't use him, but uh, we had, i got to find it here real quick. Uh, he's for Atlanta because they fucked up on this last night on the radio. And I laughed my ass off. So, Kurt Ben Kurt. Anybody who played last Thursday night knows that you had to have this guy in your lineup. I had mentioned him. I didn't even put him in my lineup, but he was kind of the key. So he hurt his toe, and now he's on IR. So, But everybody's still talking about ben, uh, Benkert, like he's still there. Well, in reality, outside of Matt Ryan and Matt Schaub, who you won't see again, you might see a little bit of Matt Schaub, you're going to get a ton of time with Matt Sims, that's going to be the quarterback uh, for Atlanta. You're gaining a huge advantage, even if you don't use any of the wide receivers, of just using him. So maybe I might put in a fourth lineup and actually use a Sims lineup. I'm probably going to go two McSorley's, uh, a Tyree Jackson, and then a Matt Sims. All right, let's move on to running back. Uh, what I've kind of keyed in on is... Uh, I think I got five or six. I got five running backs that we can use. Um, first one, uh, Tennessee-Philadelphia game. Boston Scott for Philadelphia. <clears throat> he's going to be the most talented of all the backups, and he's fighting for a roster spot. So that's where I would take a look. Now, I want you guys to, when you're writing these down, uh, Keep looking throughout the day up till when the games come out, just in case there's any anything that pops up as far as injuries. I should mention that. Um, 
most of these guys don't have anything as far as I'm aware of at this point. It's, you know, new now. So, um, but just kind of keep an eye on it. Just keep checking just in case any injury news that should pop up. NFL.com, ESPN, all of them. Um, if there's any type of updates or whatnot. Otherwise, just look up the actual player name and check it off your list. Uh, next guy would be uh, Raquel Armstead for Jacksonville. Everybody knows I really like him. Uh, he's going against Baltimore. He'll be on the other side of McSorley if you have a McSorley lineup. Uh, explosive dude. This dude's blowing people up in practice, and uh, I know they're itching to get him on the field. I had Devontae Mays as another guy uh, for Jacksonville. Uh, that you could look at if you don't want to go that route, if you want to try and get a little bit sneaky. But um, Mace was on on the Packers, and he was cut, and then made, and then made it onto the Cleveland Browns roster last season. He's not all that great. Um, that's why the Packers were looking at, um, God, why am I brain farting on him? Dexter Williams. He's the same kind of guy, uh, just a little bit more explosive. But we are getting into the Houston at Green Bay game. Uh, everybody by now has heard that um, that little shit out of Cleveland has made his way to the south and out of the Texans. That would be Duke Johnson. He should not play today because the news is way too fresh. So we won't worry about that. Um Miller won't play. Uh, Gregory Howell should play. Ferguson, Josh Ferguson should play. Taiwan Jones should play. I don't really like those guys. The guys that the guy that's been making a lot of noise in camp has been uh, Demaria Crockett, and that is the guy that I'm choosing to go with over Karen Higdon. So uh, keep that guy circled. He's definitely a guy that. I'm probably going to put in most of my lineups uh, as of right now. Uh, guy on the other side, you have you do have about four guys for the Packers that they're going to try out. So they'll try out Dexter Williams, Trey Carson, Keith Ford, and one of our favorite sneaky Jacksonville guy, former Jacksonville guys, Corey Grant. Uh, I have Corey Grant circle because he's the most talented of the four, uh, and the Packers should be trying to get that run game going, and he should be a huge part of it. Jumping over to the Carolina-Chicago game. Um, oh, my God, where am I at? Here we go. Uh, we have the Bears' backfield. I'm still high on Ryan Nall, but I think the Bears are going to try and get Kareth White Jr., involved. He's a seventh rounder out of Florida Atlantic. Uh, really good sized kid. And uh, I like him a lot. So he might be fighting now for that last spot behind uh, eventually, you know, Mike Davis should fall behind Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery. Um, but I'm going to side with Kareth White. If you want to use Ryan Nall, it's not a bad idea either. Um, but I just don't think well, we should see enough of David Montgomery, but I don't think we're going to see a whole heck of a lot. And I 
really don't think they need to see anything more out of Mike Davis or Tariq Cohen. So, now we're going to wide receivers. And... Close that window. I'm losing. First guy on the board. Indianapolis, Deion Kane. Uh, should have been, should be, have been working well with uh, Jacoby Brissett and either Philip Walker and Chad Kelly as he's not uh, really fighting for a starting position, although he's talented enough to start. That's why I've circled him. Of course, Andrew Luck's still out, so we're not really worried about that. Uh, go back to Buffalo. This would definitely be the guy that I probably uh, – would pair with Tyree Jackson. I want to take a shot on David Sills, the fifth. He's a slot receiver. Uh, I'm not really digging any of the tight end areas, so I figured I will go for a little bit craftier wide receiver out of the slot, something that's going to be a short route where Sills can actually explode and take it, take the ball down the field. Um, I like him as a standalone, too, even if you're not using Jackson. Uh Back to Atlanta, um, especially if you're doing Matt Sims, which the reason why Matt Sims is third versus anything else is because Matt Sims just came into camp. I mean, he's tried out. He's been trying out um, to make the teams, but it's still, you know, it's less than a week that he's been in camp and he's going to play in this game. Uh, So if I go Matt Sims, I would pair him with Christian Blake. Uh, Blake might even be a good standalone. He's been really good this camp. We slide over to Miami. And of all the guys there, pull my stupid AFC Easter. Um, there's a few guys that are there. Now you got Preston Williams, Trenton Irvin, Irwin, Saeed Blacknall, Reese Horn, and my guy, Bryce Butler, uh, who will be fighting for a roster spot, and he's by far and away uh, the best of all the backup guys, so he should uh, be able to excel. And you'll probably, he should see uh, Fitzpatrick, Rosen, and Rudock at quarterback. So should be involved in all fronts. Move back to Baltimore. And the main pair, if you were doing one lineup, you would take McSorley and you would uh, uh, pair him with Miles Boykin as his outside receiver. He's been tearing up camp. And he should get a lot of playing time in here, as probably won't see Willie Sneed, definitely won't see Marquise Brown out there, Seth Roberts, maybe a little bit of Chris Moore. They're going to give Boykin some action here as they weren't really slated to have him uh, be a starter to begin the year. So they'll see what they got in there. Uh, Moving to the L.A. Chargers. There's a guy who caught my eye. His name is Malachi Dupree. Um, I actually had some love for possibly using Cardell Jones or Easton Stick. But instead of trying to figure out which one was going to start at court or which one was going to get the most playing time at quarterback, 
I decided, screw it. I'm just going to pick out one of the wide receivers that I really, really like, and that would be Malachi Dupree, um, who was just signed uh, recently, and he's going to try to make the roster and not be uh, cut fodder, waiver fodder. Uh, moving over to Den- back to Denver from last week, and the guy that I told you about last week, I think he's still in play, and that's Juwan Winfrey. Juwan Winfrey for Denver. Um, very underrated. Uh, he's a six-round pick, but he's slated to be one of the main backups uh, in Denver, so definitely when they get to Hogan and Rippon, they're going to try and air it out again. And that's what I was counting on with Rippon, was that he was going to be able to hit Winfrey a couple of times down the field. And Denver is playing Seattle. I'm not going too high in this game, but there's a couple wide receivers that I really, really like. I really wanted to get a running back out of this game, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, make a decision on there. I did have an eye on Travis Homer, if you're interested in another running back. He's a six-rounder out of Miami. Uh, He could get some run after J.D. McKissick and C.J. Proceis. Homer could actually see a lot of the second half in that game, Uh, especially if they end up getting ahead. They are at home, so who knows if they're going to be all jazzed up or whatnot in that stadium. 12th man is kind of a joke. you got a problem with it, come fucking fight me. I'm right here. Uh, but the one wide receiver that I really want to uh, try out is Gary Jennings Jr. He's the fourth rounder out of West Virginia. And <clears throat> although he's not really fighting for a roster spot, he's going to try and fight to work his way up to a starter's role. And he's very explosive. He can take the short pass from Paxton Lynch or Geno Smith, which you know that's all they can throw, and he can house it. So that's the guys that I would try there. Moving on to tight end, I have two tight ends. Um, one is a little underwhelming in Cahale Waring for Houston. Um, he's... Now, he's a third-round pick. They're going to work him in, especially since he's behind Aikens, Thomas, Darren, Darren Fell. So it puts Waring right square in the middle of a chance for targets. A.J. McCarron is hurt, uh, so they'll have Joe Webb and Jordan Tamu uh, throwing the, slinging the rock. Webb can throw a little bit farther downfield, but Jordan Tamu... Is probably going to rely a little bit more on the tight end position. Uh, that's why I kind of look there. Now, I'm not going to use wearing because I found something that I'm going 100% on. And I have a reason behind this. And it has everything to do with his college stats. So, Donald Parham for the Washington Redskins. Okay. He's, gonna, he's a 
undrafted free agent. This kid is going to be fighting for fighting for a, a roster spot, and this kid is not a blocker. This kid, his final year, his final year at uh, at where was it? Shit, what the fuck? Damn it, I have to look that up. Anyway, which way? So his senior year, he had 85 receptions for 1,319 yards and 13 TDs. So if there's ever a fucking kid to take a shot on at tight end where everybody else is just going to be like, eh, we'll just pick this guy, no big deal. Let's take our shot on Parham. I'm going 100% Donald Parham for uh, Washington. It's an offense that is predicated on the tight end. That's why Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis always accumulated a lot of stats. So Donald Parham for your tight ends and for your defenses, I'm going to tell you this. Oh, where's my good copy? Son of a there it is. All right. Here's your defenses. I got four that you can take a shot on. So, I got Buffalo. Buffalo defense against Indianapolis. They're favored by two. They're at home. Uh, Over-under is 35. I'm not really, like I said, I'm not really too worried about it. As far as that, I'm just kind of reading these off, but it is in Buffalo. Defense is pretty good. It's pretty deep. Uh, another defense, I would take the Jets versus the Giants. There's nothing in the Giants as far as the backups that really scare me, but the Jets do have some talent on the back end and in their linebacking core. Uh, so you might be able to get some turnover potential in there. Daniel Jones hasn't been all that great. He hasn't been all that accurate. So I'll, I'm looking for turnovers in that game. Uh, Houston against Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by three. Um, but you have the Deshaun Kaiser factor, whether or not he's in there very long. I still am unsure about these other backups. You have Tim Boyle and Manny Wilkins. Uh, mm, something smells wrong in there. So I'd probably take a shot on Houston. Uh, and then you have the L.A. Chargers. Uh, against Arizona, because you know everybody's going to try and, and use Arizona offense right out the gate. So, this would be the contrarian take. Because um, I do actually like I like the Chargers defense. I do like their backups. Uh, but Arizona does have a lot of weapons. So, if everybody's going to go Arizona, I'll take the defense and try and fight against it. It's very risky, and I'm not 100% on it. But if I was to rank, I would go New York Jets. New York Jets. Uh, Houston, Buffalo, LA Chargers. And if anybody is wondering why I'm not listing any prices... That's because everybody's priced the same. So, uh, yeah, you can put anybody the fuck you want in there. But those are the those are the main those are the guys that I'm using. 
I'm not going to stray away from there. Uh, this did take me about three days to get through this. Uh, neither DraftKings nor FanDuel has posted anything for Friday yet. There's two games on Friday, and then there's three on Saturday. So keep an eye out. If I if there is a contest that pops up for tomorrow, I'll give you a little bit of rundown on a two on a two game late night slate. Uh, but definitely for definitely for Saturday, you're gonna you're gonna see a slate for the three gamer. But I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all ten of those teams all broken down. Hopefully tomorrow get that all done up so then I can move on to uh, finishing up the draft guide. I'm hoping to have it done by Monday. It's not 100%, but I'll definitely have it out. I should definitely have it out before the middle of next week, which is fine. It'll have it'll be out before your drafts. Um, and then we can kind of take a look at uh, week two for DFS. So that is our rundown for DFS. Hope you had a good time. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it with the outro music. I'm not uh, going to have anything special on the back end. Finishing it out. Peace out, everybody.